Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hello there, gorgeous. Welcome to another episode of Star Wars Minute. It's your daily podcast in which we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate The Last Jedi one Snokey minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Alex Robinson from alexrobinson.fun. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. I'm Allison Rosen from AllisonRosen.com. And I'm Daniel Quantz from Dan- Twitter.com slash Daniel Quantz. All right, welcome back, guys. Thank you. You're here to talk about Minute 93. Minute 93 of The Last Jedi starts off with Rey telling Kylo Ren that he'll turn. She'll help him. (laughs) And uh, it ends a minute later with Finn telling Rose and DJ that this is it. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the best minute. This is my favorite (laughs) minute. Thank you. This is it. Yeah. This is it. well, Which again is like a it's like a paraphrase of an earlier uh was that the and they're when they're making their attack on the Death Death Star in the, the end of Star Wars, like this is it. Like that's uh, right. So yeah. there you go. He's paraphrasing a Red Leader. And Huey Lewis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, in the elevator, and well now I'm totally thinking about Ray as the drunk girl at the party, because they're all this talking about turning and being like, <laughs> like no, you should, no, you're gonna turn, you're gonna be on the I'll help you. <laughs> when like, I touch your totally hand, like, I saw your future. I I'll help you. It. It'll be all right. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which ironically, one of the one of the actors who tried out for the part of Ray um was Billy Lord, who's Carrie Fisher's daughter. And um, was given a part. She was one of the mutineers here. She was Cato mm-hmm. Coconix earlier. But uh, thinking of her, and I just saw um, Booksmart not too long ago, and that she plays that kind of wild party girl in that. So now I'm picturing alternate reality Billy Lord as the party girl Ray. Oh yeah, like 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 no. When I touched your hand, totally. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I have a question for you guys. Sure. As That's a uh, Star Wars here. experts. How one of the things that I've been wondering after seeing this movie the first time, and then especially after seeing the third movie, is how much of the story was actually figured out when they started shooting these movies. Because zero percent is that true? Because the feeling really Really? was like those games you play where you write three sentences and then fold over the two, and the next person sees one and writes the next, like. It just felt like that, but then I'm like, well, they wouldn't actually start producing a trilogy 
like a Star Wars trilogy without knowing what the f- story. I'm sorry, what the story <laughs> okay. was. Uh, would they? But you're. It, there's lots of behind the scenes intrigue to be learned. Uh, again, as time goes on, we'll learn more about um, what exactly it was. Although the the thing that I heard most recently, which makes the most sense for the confusing things about the structure of this movie and some of the things about um, The Rise of Skywalker is that originally, I think the idea was J.J. was going to start it off, hand it off to Ryan Johnson was going to make this movie. And then Ryan Johnson was going to write the screenplay for the episode nine to be directed by, I forgot who it was that got kicked off of it. Um, Trevorrow. Trevorrow. Trevor. Trevorrow. Um, <laughs> but the uh, then I think once that got canned, they're like, all right, we're going to give it back to JJ. And then they he was like, I'm going to write my own thing. So then I think a lot of those ideas for eight and nine got combined into eight. And oh. so a lot of the things that maybe seem like they might be dead ends from this movie are a, a byproduct of that. Um, not just JJ saying, I'm not going to take this. Uh, you know, the, I'm not going to take what he gave me, but like Ryan basically being like, all right, I'm just going to take all the stuff that I liked out of my final two thirds of the trilogy mm-hmm. and kind of smash it into one movie. And then you huh. go from there. But the stuff that's really interesting, but the stuff like they set up the question from the beginning about who her parents are. Right. I mean, did they know the answer to that question or did you have five no. people who had different answers to that question? Or, uh, I mean, it seemed because it seems like maybe they were going one direction and then they went another direction, but I don't know. Well, JJ yeah. Abrams, I guess, famous for not for his puzzle boxes where he just kind of throws out a bunch of potential things and then it's like, all right, yeah. you guys have fun with this. It came back to bite <laughs> him because they're like, no, and how you have to solve your own puzzle. And he's like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the lesson, but so. No, Alternately, let me let me just remind everybody that going back, the original trilogy has you know the the first couple of drafts of Empire Strikes Back. You know Luke's father come back comes back to help him defeat Darth Vader, and you know the Luke's sister eventually in Return of the Jedi. Luke's sister is somebody else off on some other planet in some other corner of the galaxy uh, until they go back and change things up at the last minute. Well, so didn't it's, it's they rich the brother and sister? Didn't they kiss? Isn't that like a famous yeah. inconsistency thing? Sort of like for people who have recently watched the Friends reunion and have friends on their mind, uh, <laughs> Rachel and Ross and Chandler knew each other way back when. However, in the pilot, it's like they, they were introduced for the first time. Oh, so, yeah. uh, hello, someone is paying attention and it's me. Allison's going to be doing Friends by the minute. <laughs> oh my god that is a really good idea okay so back to the minute though this specific minute i must confess i'm for can you remind me what happened uh, you you bookended it but what happened in those middle 40 seconds i'm forgetting which is weird given that i drove all the way over here today just to talk about this one minute but i'm forgetting specifically this minute that's right sometimes you know traffic will do that to you <laughs> Well, Kylo, they're in the elevator, and then they get out of the elevator, mm-hmm. and Snoke is there, and he's like, welcome to my ship, Ray." of oh, yeah. nowhere. And she's handcuffed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it just uh, ends with them getting over to the, um, to, yeah. the, to the to some room they have to go into. Action-wise, not too much going on. Okay. Yeah. 
Let's talk, can we talk about Snoke's disgusting face? I was surprised mm. that this is all CGI. Um, I don't understand why it was CGI because he just looks like a disgusting puppet. But for, there's so, and I think he's supposed to be gross. But the fact that like, do you just see the sinew of his cheeks? That he's so like decomposed and decrepit. He looks like a like like a weird ET dead body. Oh, <laughs> very very nauseating. I mean, very effective at making just a totally disgusting creature. Yeah, and it is you know it's it's. Well, it's that modern, you know, combination of computer graphics and, you know, based on the performance of uh, Andy Circus, right? But, um, but yeah, it really does. Uh, what it kind of makes you think about, like, all right, what's his deal? Why is he so weird and gross? Mm-hmm. And then again, it doesn't. Re- you kind of find out, like, oh, because he's a weird kind of clone project thing. Oh, but, I didn't know that. Well, it's not really explicitly said <laughs> ever. Wow. So that's yeah. It's How did just you find kind out? Of, um, in the next movie, the Palpatine, the Emperor comes back and he says something about like, yeah, I made Snoke. And then when you go through his room, it's like a, mm. it's like a whole bunch of tanks full of Snokes. Oh. And so it seems like. Okay. Tanks full of Snoke. And tanks for the Snoke, Snokes. And then I took a melon baller and scooped out his cheeks. Exactly. And I said, and ta-da! <laughs> What'd you say, uh, Daniel? I said it was all Snoke and mirrors. I like... <laughs> <laughs> I liked it better when it was well, whatever. It is what it is, guys. Yeah. But it's like this idea of uh, what was it, Darth uh, Plagius? Is that right? Mm, Darth Plagius the Wise. Yeah, like something like that. You know, would have been cool instead. Of, I don't know. Well, it, my pet theory was that it was uh, Grand Moff Tarkin somehow. Um, Grandma Tarkin. Grand Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh. The, 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 Peter Cushing from the original Star Wars, so somehow yes. reconstituted. And uh, while it seemed ridiculous at the time, what actually happened was not that far off from being ridiculous. So, <laughs> so this Nothing's is not ridiculous. the minute then where Snoke says, "I knew that you would like do my no. bidding or whatever." No, well, that's the one. Yeah, it is. Was okay, my good and faithful apprentice, and it does seem right. like he's. Yeah. He's laying it on a little thick because it, yeah. earlier minutes he was saying like you are nothing but a dog who you know mm-hmm. just kind of laying it's like you're useless and you just want to you'll never be as cool as Darth Vader, right? So then he's like, um, you you my young kiss ass. I knew you would kiss my ass and bring me the girl, right? Right. Does Snoke have an ass? Oh, probably not. It's a good. Mm. It's a good it's question. Probably just like a hole. Mm. Well, in his tuchus region. I was going to say, define ass. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything you can <laughs> palpate, teen. <laughs> um, I'm sorry I brought us into this um, area of conversation. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, well, this is the first time we see Snoke in real life. In the when we saw him in uh, the last movie, Force Awakens, we only saw him as a hologram, and as a hologram that was like twenty stories tall. Right. So right. I, for one, was kind of disappointed that, much like mm-hmm. a certain uh, Oz wizard, he turns out to just be a, a kind of just slightly bigger than normal guy. He should have at least been smaller than a regular guy. What if he was like really be... teeny tiny? <laughs> right, that yeah. would have been better, I think. Yeah. I think having him, because that would explain why he needs such a big hologram. But, yeah. uh, right. Going Confidence. with the choice of having him be slightly larger than a regular person is kind of seems like the, the least exciting of the choices you right. could have made. Either Maybe. giant or tiny, but he's so, just right in the middle there. Turns out he's just like a little guy, but he has a big truck with huge tires. Right, <laughs> exactly. yeah. And truck you know, nuts. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. truck nuts. Uh, um, but again, his gold pajamas. Oh, he looks mm. good, guys. Mm-hmm. I see why they did. You can't find someone who looks this good in real life. You got to do CGI, right? You know, no. what? I think I'm being handed a note that this. I think we do actually see Snoke in person earlier in the film. So take yeah. that part. I thought out. you meant the oh. film as a whole, as the, when we first see him in person. I so. love that you guys I, have I was, a staff. I was agreeing with you, like so, that fact checks you in real time it's so handy Wouldn't it's you see- a it's staff of hundreds required to keep this seamless <laughs> machine rolling without without uh incidents the uh there's a shot with his face and ray's face in the frame together i don't know if it's mm-hmm. one of our minutes and you can see his head proportionally is pretty big but then i don't know if daisy ridley's head might be small so mm-hmm. you know it should mm-hmm. have a tiny head tiny head ladies well, is she short? I don't know. She, you know, she she comes across as tall on screen. Let's guess. I'm gonna say she's five six. Oh. Five six. Okay. That's my five, guess too. Five, you can't take the same guess as me. Yeah. All right. No, I think five, she's five. Four. You know this? I don't know. I'm just. Guessing. Oh, you're, I thought you maybe you looked it up. All right. Yeah, I, I looked I think it she's, up. So I'm gonna say she's five seven. Hmm. Daniel. Five four. Hmm. Allison is. Correct on the nose, five seven. Uh, according to you know, a, pub- a public lookup. Who knows if that they, uh, you know, there's a there's a thing that any every hockey player who's shorter than five foot eight is listed at five foot seven, and no matter mm. they could be like four eleven, and they're still like, hey, he's five foot seven. <laughs> well, so, she's not a hockey be, player, so I'm gonna be. trust it. So sh- that's tall for a movie star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, is it? I don't know. I don't know. They're all tiny. I'm bad with. Sizes and heights and the shorter. I think Adam Driver is tall depths. as well. He's big. Oh he's yeah, big he's, isn't he like six four or something? Oh and really? I think Lord Dern is tall, but like generally the short the shorter you are, the more proportional you seem on camera. Because <laughs> mm. you have a bigger head, you just look better. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the head to body ratio yeah. makes you look more childlike maybe. or something. Hmm. So know. we get to see. So when it this this we open on Snoke's room here, which terrific looking room I mean, very red yeah. very black very red, red and, black and stuff and, and it's just him and his guards there do you think he just like sits there chatting with his like guards all day long does he just sit there in silence does just do they i think he periodically like shoots them oh just dear for fun mm. he seems keep, like that kind of guy on their toes yeah. yes exactly well, he probably 
just watch just movies on that screen. That red oh, screen, yeah. probably. Oh, you know what I mean? So. It's not always red. Hmm. <laughs> we think it's like it the whiz, where like it's it like, like like now uh, it's going to be today is going to be yellow, and everything turns yellow, and they all they all have to change their guard outfits into yellow <laughs> guard outfits. <laughs> true. I mean, that'd yeah. be cool. It's a oh mood, mood, uh, mood room. Yeah, mood guards. I, like I'm it. assuming that they were all just like hanging out in a much less impressive room, you know, playing cards, just eating some, you know, Doritos. And then it was like, mm-hmm. oh, they're in the elevator. They're in the elevator. Okay, everybody run in, run in. Wait, mm-hmm. you got some Doritos on your on your gold pajamas. So wipe them oh, man. Bring that iron ironing droid <laughs> yeah. in here. Where's my ironing droid? <laughs> um, but could be. Who knows? Maybe he does have a boudoir. Well, we found out in the next movie that the... Uh... Emperor had a side room, like he had a whole quarters, right? Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. you know, he has a quarters. Mm. Or don't they um, have books that have like cross sections of the ships, you know, so that you can really spend many hours imagining all the different areas? Wouldn't they have stuff like that in there? What it's like to be in the uh, the canteen of the onboard the Star Destroyer? Those are yeah. always the best. Mm-hmm. They, is there anything better than a cross section of a ship in a comic or something? I mean, that's yeah, pretty great. A family tree in a book that has like a mouse's family. I feel like I had something like that as a mm. kid, and mm-hmm. that was pretty exciting for me. Yeah, I I do like those from comics where it uh, like the all of these things. So so the 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 cross section of like the either the ship or the you know weapon or the or the headquarters, but then also the essentially the family tree where it'll just give you like Avengers and it'll list everybody who was ever an Avenger for any period of time. And you get this like, Oh, well that's, you know, you follow through the kind of in order who was in the team. Those are both. Also not the, not literally the family tree, like Scarlet Witch is married to vision and not that, not like, (laughs) <laughs> I would biological like family tree or technological family tree. Well, Although, if, if too many people are related, it bothers me, which I don't know why we're talking about Star Wars if that's the case, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was uh, recently looking at the family tree of the royal family because we watched The Crown. All right. So that was a lot of fun. But Daniel's um, become quite a royalist. Oh, I'm he so won- that. If That's there's a documentary about Princess Diana or the royal sisters, Daniel's Listen, all over it. There's a lot of parallels between Kylo Ren and Prince Charles. It's all mm. I'm going to say. Wow. Uh, but speaking of Kylo, what is uh, Ray to him? Knowing what we know to those of us who've seen the next movie. Is she, is he, mm. she like a second aunt? Just good friends. Good friends. <laughs> uh, what? I guess it kind of depends on whether or not you put any stake into the oven mm. before you... No, if you put any <laughs> stake into um, the idea that Palpatine helped create Anakin. Doesn't he say that he does? He did? Or is my he, imagination putting more into that moment than... He implies something, but yeah. he never specifically says. Oh, okay. There's no he, official, like, yes, I did this. I made him... You know, like the way he says, "I made Snoke." He doesn't say, "I made Anakin." He's just kind of there's, there's this idea, and right. then some people will get angry if you say that they're like, "Oh yeah," and then Snoke, you know, used the Force to help create Anakin, and then they're like, "No." But you know, Shmi was, just... was like, Shmi, not with someone, Shmi. right? His mom Shmi is Anakin's Anakin's, Anakin's mother. Vader, Darth Vader's grand. Darth Vader's Darth mommy. Vader's mother. Yeah, yeah, but she was she, he was immaculately <laughs> conceived, wasn't he? So Palpatine's am I, baby am I mama. This stuff up. That's correct. It, yeah. He was, yeah, according to Shmi. There was no father. No father. She says Let's there was that. no father. But also, you know, if 
the, the, we're taking her word for it that she was just yeah I don't know yeah. suddenly all, I was pregnant I have never, no idea what could have happened are you slut shaming her no I'm just Why? I'm saying she should just let her you know Tatooine freak flag fly and be like you know <laughs> be like you know I couldn't I couldn't tell you who it was like that, that's that's a different there you were know. so many right yeah well, especially because we find out that Anakin has like six brothers and sisters who are also in you know there was no father and just kind of given away so who knows what's Oh, what's do? really going on? Wait, where's that? No, from? no. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, they're just totally making <laughs> I was like, wait, off, but... am I, do I need to keep up with the comics <laughs> now? Am I? <laughs> I just feel like why even put that in there at all if that's not what's going on? Right. Put what in there? Well, why have Smee say that and why have Palpatine later mm. say what he says if that's not the situation? That just seems weird. I don't right. know. They also kiss their brother and sister, so who knows? Anything's possible. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's less weird. But if Palpatine, oh boy, okay, if Palpatine created (laughs) Anakin, that doesn't necessarily mean, that's what we're talking about, right? The question of whether Palpatine created Anakin in a like non-biological way. Unnatural. Yeah. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean though that Anakin is Palpatine's, I don't know if they even have DNA, DNA right? Because he didn't make him from himself or is that what we're saying we did? He made him from himself. He might not have. You know, I, I like to stick to my uh, increasingly hard to stick to theory that the force doesn't exist and none of this. It's all just to kind of, you know, simple tricks and nonsense, if you can. That So I, I think it really was, you know, um, if things got a little, maybe they were out drinking, things got a little hazy. And then, you know, uh, Pal- Shmi and Palpatine, Palpatine? And Shmi kind of, you know, <laughs> they had something going on and then. Uh, you know, next thing is like, oh yeah, that was magic. It was the force. You know, that's easy so that's, explanation for everything. Pete, that's your take on it, basically, that you try to see everything as if the force is not a real thing. I uh, I often do, uh, but there are times where it's Exceptions. best that I not bring it up, and I don't. So the times when lots of force <laughs> stuff is going on visibly right in front of me, if I don't, right. you know, mention it. But then there's other times where it's just like, hey, you know what? Maybe it's not really the force. You're so like you're a Star Wars atheist. Essentially, when it's well, convenient, not in a well, so. What's hole. the explanation for all the the so-called force stuff? It's just not what usually magnets, magnets, <laughs> oh. oftenest magnets. Like uh, who was that character in the uh, old Stanley Cowboy Spider-Man. comic? Do you know who I'm talking about? Um, he was like the rawhide kid, and right. it, there was like a there was like a villain, and he pretended to have a a ghost gunslinger but it was mm. there was a gun that was floating and it was all magnets Ooh. mr magneto no mm. i feel like there is something called mr magneto all right I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> no one knows what i'm talking about no it's all right i feel like That's... now i'm gonna go read rawhide kid That's good stuff um but yeah that neither here nor there i i um i think that there that that relationship could be since we don't have kind of a, a, a accuracy on what the actual condition is under which Anakin was created. We can't really pin down speculation there. on our parts. Right. Kid yeah. cult outlaw. That's who it was. Oh, there you not go. Rawhide kid. Sorry. Oh. Um, similar but different. Similar. Yeah. Um, okay. Snoke though is I did like Snoke. I got really. Say. He's so gross and. And I was really disappointed that he was dispatched with with no backstory. I've just got to say it. Mm. I wanted him to be more of a. I like the idea of a new villain, and with a new backstory. So. Again, I think it's you know if this was, 
if they made episode nine as the in in the original intent, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have died in the middle of the trilogy. Right. I think he would have been he would have been the um the big bad for for the rest oh, so of sorry, it. And then maybe we'd find out more about something with with him and the emperor, but he would still be the the, the original intent villain. was what and what happened. Um, if they had made this movie the way, if Ryan Johnson had written episodes eight and nine, so and he was supposed to originally, it's that's what I've recently been told. Okay. I don't know. And then um, what happened? Why did he not? Do you know? Um, when when the director Trevorrow got fired from the <laughs> from the ninth movie, then they brought J.J. Abrams back in. He's like, oh, I'll do my own thing. Oh, and, I wonder um, if Ryan Johnson cared. Well, I think then that made him take a lot of the good ideas that mm-hmm. he had planned for the next one and put him in this Got one. Got it. And I get it. Yes. That Sorry to of, make you repeat this. That it's does okay. kind of feel like a bit of a, of a, of a go frack yourself on the part of, of Ryan Johnson. That yeah. he was like, I'm going to take all these story beats I had for the end of a saga. And now I'm just going to move them to the middle of the saga. And that's up to those guys what right. they're going to do. Yeah, you like a puzzle that. box. Here you go. Solve this. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's I, not like his call, is it? Like doesn't, Kathleen Kennedy and them have the final say. Well, that's that's a controversial point. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this: like I, uh, my main problem used to be that these movies didn't seem to have a storyteller behind them. Mm. That you know, whatever you think of the prequels uh, and various movies within the first six movies, at the heart of it, it was always George Lucas, and and it was weirdly a very personal story right Mm -hmm. i mean it was like he his dad wanted him to take over his stationery store and he didn't want to do that he wanted (laughs) to go to film school and you know that i'm never going to be a businessman and then he's like in charge of three huge businesses he becomes the thing that he never wanted to be and all that but these movies there's nobody and that was my but then you think about it and it's like well no but the disney's telling the story and Disney is the Sith, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's their fucking <laughs> story. Like, it's like <laughs> language, of her, please. Of course, That's her parents it. are the evil corporate empire. You know, right? So, right. That, I, I learned bringing to appreciate it back them. to be oh. um, the the evil. What was Alex? You had a thing about the like why all the the villains it's all about the the kind of uh the guy who has no time for his family but it all turns out to i forgot yeah. exactly how you phrased it but well there's all these movies about how parent how fathers need to be spend more time with their kids you know what i mean it's it seems like that's kind of a recurrent theme and that's because people who produce movies are workaholic fathers who don't spend any time with their kids so they they like a story where a guy like that can be redeemed and turn out to be a good guy and so, right. George's uh, dad, that was his that's what happened. His dad was at the stationery store all the time and George had to stay home with his sick mom and he never saw his dad. So it's like if you think of Cats cradled him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So but then he becomes that guy and it's like the the prequels are almost like an apology for the dad. Well yeah, uh, it's a weird like if he's the we all become our parents. If you make him yeah. the Jedi, essentially, in the prequels, or it's just like, yeah, I, we got propped up to this huge, you know, position of importance, but we don't know what we're doing. Right. Um, right. So that's an interesting. And then the Mandalorian um, is all about becoming a father, right? It's all about the single guy who goes from being a single dude to being 
a father, you know, and being responsible. It's interesting. But these mm. movies aren't these sequels. You don't they really don't... have that that father son or father daughter relationship. Right. In- well, they do. I mean, the main I think the main thread that resonated with a lot of people and maybe from uh you know, stepping outside of that story into a different kind of storyline of Ray kind of, you know, essentially making herself out of nothing. Um, you know, out of nowhere. And then all it forks and you can, you know, you can be it's either the story of Ray kind of, you know, constructing herself out of nothing, you know, Ray from nowhere or also then it's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter what what people put on you, what your background is, what you're expected to be in the next one. Uh, you can just be who you are. You can make yourself in that sense too. And so I think that right. that Ray storyline is the underlying thread and we have a lot of other a lot of other stuff going on around it, you know, especially as we said in the, the next movie, there's an awful lot of stuff going on, but um, I feel like that's, that's the heart of it now, but again, it, it is pulled, it doesn't have a main storyteller. So it is getting pulled in kind of a lot of different directions at once from time the, to time. The storyteller is that building that Palpatine lives in. Mm. <laughs> and it's like propped up. Like, have you ever been to Disney headquarters with the, the seven dwarves are holding up the roof and it's just like oh. the Sith holding up the I'm telling you guys. Wow. What's going on. It's all there. Well, do we have anything else for minute number ninety-three? <laughs> um mm. Young Ray. He says Young Ray. Young Ray. Which is uh, you know, often that's more like we've heard the Emperor say young Skywalker and stuff. Yes. So but young Ray, which is interesting because it's young, that's just that's all she is. She's just Ray. That's yeah. all. Young Ray was my note. Young Ray. Young Ray. Well, I guess Young that'll Ray. wrap up minute number 93. And uh, that's all we have to say. But there's plenty more podcasting to be heard over at moviesbyminutes.com. That's mm. where uh, people are doing what we do with Star Wars and doing it with other movies. It's crazy. Everything from right. Clueless to MASH to Lord of the Rings. Gummo. And- uh, no, no gum, no gum minute. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, let's see. Spinal tap. I don't want to leave no, anyone out, but no gummo. Sorry, uh, no gummo. You want to reserve it? Yeah, mm. maybe. Yeah. PeteGummoMinute.com. Put that in the. <laughs> oh, now I gotta that buy that here. too. <laughs> Come Sorry, on. Pete. So yes, go check that out for more podcasting, and check us out tomorrow here on Star Wars Minute. Star Wars.